All right, there we go. Like, damn. All right. I was waiting on that to come in so I could intro the podcast right. some way. I'm like, come on, give me something to work with here. Exactly, exactly. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the next installment of Blastic, the podcast where we in, we are, uh, I'm about to say interview. What am I talking about? No, I'm thinking no, about other that. shit. Uh, this is the podcast where we review black classics in film and television, man. It is me, your host, Louis B., and your boy K-Rock. What up, fellas? How you doing, ladies? Listen, man, we're going to go ahead and get into it right now. As the title of the song suggests, we are doing 1994's yeah. Shame. Low down, low down, dirty shame. I done shame. just said shame. That's the That's title the of the song. Yeah. <laughs> hey, low down, dirty shame. Because all them niggas kept saying is shame, shame, Well, no, shame. yeah, because that's the name of the song. <laughs> we'll get into it. Low yeah, down, yeah. dirty shame. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, this is a this is an interesting, this is one of them interesting movies, man. I ain't going to lie. This is one of the ones that when I was a kid, I remember, man, if you had if you had the premium package as a kid on cable, if you had stars, the HBO, all the Cinemaxes, you was one rich little motherfucker. Yeah. Or you had the nigga that came to your house and bootleg. The bootleg cable was at an all-time high back then. So we had the bootleg cable. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing this shit on like stars, man, as a kid, vividly. I remember watching this as a kid. Don't know what I'm watching. I'm just watching. A black man just shooting niggas up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was, it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Now, I'm not going to admit this is a movie that I kind of strayed away from as I got older. I'm not going to lie. Before we said we was going to review this movie, I hadn't watched this movie in its entirety since I was a kid. It was one of the movies that I guess when I was a kid, it wasn't that far removed from being out. So the movies were still heavy in rotation. It's not really as heavy in rotation no more. So I didn't go back to it. Mm-hmm. And now, you know yes. what I'm saying? I, I watched it for Blastic, and I, I must say, it's all right. Let me tell you something. This was a movie, <laughs> this was a movie that right I remember me. Uh, me and my cousin watching constantly on VHS. This is why I even know who, who, mm. a, Kenan, who a Kenan Ivory Waynes was or Waynes Brothers was. I just knew this movie. We constantly watch it. I remember seeing it on HBO with stars, like you said. In my personal opinion, this is one of the funniest movies of all time. I absolutely love this. Got that movie. So this is your introduction to the Wands as as a whole. We, before I even know who anything, yeah, I wow. saw this person, and then when I lo- wow. later down the line, I was like, oh, this is this guy, and um, it's very interesting because if you look at this and then you look at it in living color, it's like. How the fuck does he look younger in this than he looked in his living color? I was like, what the hey, hell? Hey, Kenan, Kenan is one of them shape shifting ass niggas, man. And we'll go ahead and shout him out right yeah. now. Um, as we often do, we definitely did on our episode of uh, Scary Movie 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have way more to get to. We ain't even get to Don't Be a Menace yet. We, no. ain't, we ain't get the little man yet. We, it's so much we ain't get to. But yeah. we have to always acknowledge Kenan Ivory mm-hmm. Wayans in a way that a lot of people just don't no we gonna always put him on a pedestal here because that is literally the blueprint that you that you want to follow like not only are you doing what you got to do for yourself everybody in your family is straight because you've laid the path you've Mm -hmm. laid the groundwork and 
just just see years later, like Marlon is what fifty now. He's in his fifties. Yeah, Marlon is like late forties. The fact that point. time has passed like this, I so remember Marlon be like being in his early twenties, late twenties, really moving out here, and now he's built a brand for himself. Mm-hmm. All of the siblings have built brands for themselves. Damon, mm-hmm. uh, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, even their offsprings, like it's right. beautiful to see Kim. Like everybody's just doing the damn thing. So right. I have to take time to acknowledge shit. Director of this film, mm-hmm. writer, writer of this star film, of this film, star of this film, Kenan Ivory right Wayans, and he looks great. Yeah, for a sixty-four year old black man. <laughs> I mean, that's great. what happens when you have money. Yeah. But yes, um, he is he, uh, Kenan Ivory Wayans, uh, icon. He's legendary. He's a great artist. Um, I mean, we gonna we gonna hit you with the black facts, but yes, he. Go ahead. As a matter of fact, go ahead and go with the black facts, Shit. man, if you can. Let's go ahead and get into the black, 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 black facts. <laughs> um, I'm going to be doing the black facts today. Yeah. Uh, so, shit. This movie stars Keenan Ivory Wins, as we already said. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles S. Dutton, shouts out to him, Rock. legendary. Yeah. Um, Jada Pinkett, before the Smith. Love me, love her. <laughs> She's never been as sexy as she was in this movie. And I love her to this day. But oh, oh my no. gosh, she was gorgeous. There's nothing peaches about or, or 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 Jason's lyric. Peaches, peaches. Mm. Okay, all right. That same year. Peaches. Ain't mad Still at peaches. it though. Ain't mad at it. Uh, Sally Richardson. Who Sally, is Sally Richardson. Richardson. She is like she's actually pretty funny. She actually wrote and directs some movies and things like that. She's the uh, she is uh, what's her name? I forget her name. She's the other love interest in the movie. I need to look at it real quick before uh, we start. Fine. Yeah, she's fine as a motherfucker too. And she's her still fine to this day. Her beautiful self. She looks she just this. she looks just like she does in this movie today. Like, man, I think she was on some episodes crack. of uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood a few years ago. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, listen, man, a star-studded cast, and I mm-hmm. must say, just that, like I keep saying, the 90s, you just see a trend of just upward growth and mobility. Jada Pinkett, mm-hmm. she's pro- she's having, like, the best career at this time. 93, she just came off of the end of A Different World. Mm-hmm. Now you're going into 94. You got what? She came out with this. She came out with, I think the Inkwell dropped in 94. If, I, if I'm wrong, I'm oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. But I, I think that came that out in 94. Like yeah. And I think Jason's lyric came out in 94. Right at like, the same time, yeah, she was a Damn! Like, she was just pop, pop, pop. Just hot. Mm-hmm. We ain't even get to later on down the line. Set mm-hmm. it off ain't even in the picture. Yet. Nowhere near there yet. No, no, Crazy. No. You see her upward trajectory um what is the time frame of in living color is in this living color was, was it already a few out years removed it had already been out it had already okay. ended you know it ended kind of bad between him and fox and that ended that he'd already done i'm gonna <coughs> get you sucker mm-hmm. and then it leads into one of the black facts in there he into that as well shit let's, let's go ahead and keep it going man okay. Jada uh, had known the Wayans brothers for five years before she went and got that role right. she auditioned to be the choreographer for In Living, Living Color, Color yes. interesting interesting yeah, I love that I know that um, Kim Fields auditioned for the role of Peaches I can see that Kim Fields at Kim that Fields time I could have seen Living it Living Single yes. I could have seen it Living yeah. Single okay I get it I I'm not mad it. at it mm-hmm. uh, Corey Hawkins died of AIDS Jesus Christ Kevin you wrote that Okay, I ain't no, mad at yeah, it. Yeah. Hawkins died of AIDS related complications, pneumonia in August of 1994 at 29 years old, just three months before a low down dirty shame hit theaters. And Corey Damn. Hawkins, he, everybody know we're gonna get to him when we get yeah. to him. Is Wayman? He is one yeah. of the funniest parts of this entire movie. It's one of the most quoted parts in this movie. That's and we're a, gonna get to that when we get there. That's an interesting thing because. 
We don't want to. In oh, 94. Get in, yeah, 94. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm in 94, gonna, like, that was a prevalent thing. That Yeah, but it wasn't. It, it, you talk about AIDS, right? Yeah, I think, because even, like, I think the first, one of the uh, first uh, seasons of Real World came out, and that mm-hmm. was around the time somebody had passed. Right, right. That. At so this I think point, it wasn't like as a, treatable as yeah, it was, and it yeah. was a taboo thing. And interesting. Like, but we're going to get more into him later. A I little down more. dirty shame debut at number five at the box office, mm-hmm. grossing $7 million in its opening weekend. The movie cost $10 million. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. That's good. <laughs> it cost $10 million and made almost three times as much when it went to theaters. Right, okay, okay, I'm tripping, man. I was going <laughs> off that opening no, weekend. No, 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 I was no. going off that opening weekend, and no. I was like, wait a fucking second. I don't think y'all made ends. No, but no. But y'all ended up ends, making yeah, yeah. ends they and made, then some, so good, man. If you made man. seven million off of when you, you use only They brought in 30 million. million. Yeah, 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 mad at it, man. That's perfect. Um, Keenan told Jet Magazine in 1994, man, I miss That's Jet Magazine, yeah, um, that a low-down dirty shame was his opportunity to bridge the gap between comedy and parody to a more serious style of filmmaking. I'm not mad at that point because that, that yeah, we'll get into it, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not mad at that. Um, he says, this movie has a lot of more serious elements. It's kind of a bridge for me to go um, from the sort of things that I've been doing to something new. Mm-hmm. Just to give me more diversity. There's a lot of comedy in this movie, but it moves away from the spoof sort of style of mm-hmm. stuff that I've done. Yeah, I um, uh, to go along with that, Shit. Well, we'll get into that later because yeah, that's got to do with the soundtrack. Which, if you don't know, a packed that's a cra- soundtrack. That's a crazy soundtrack, packed. man. I ain't gonna go to it. I ain't going in. Niggas is on there. It is. It really is, man. This is the heyday of hip hop and R and B. R Kelly. We'll get into it later. To round out but, the black facts, though, I want to get into what the white people thought about the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always great to hear what the whites think. <laughs> I highly regard. I must say before that, a highly regarded movie in the black community. I will always say that conversations that you have with people they always gonna say just like Pootie Tang I love this movie man mm-hmm. great movie you ain't gonna hear me say shit even if it ain't the greatest shot film the greatest film I love this movie it's funny to me it's good to me but white people they said this is the top 10 worst movie and this is according to somebody named Dan, Dan Webster whoever Ooh, you I don't are know who the fuck that is uh, <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> the next review is uh, it's ranked the top eighteen worst <laughs> by somebody named Michael Mills. Don't know. I don't do a lot of these. This way, this had to be in the nineties. So nobody yeah, gives know. a fuck about y'all. No. And then, of course, man, I haven't done it in a while, but I have to give a Roger Ebert review of the movie. Y'all don't remember who that was? They used to do famous movie reviews back is. in the day. Yeah. They still do movie reviews every now and well, then. No, no, they, they don't. They don't. Uh-oh. One of them dead, ain't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of them dead. I don't know which one it is. Right, hey, man. Even one of them dead. The, the reviews be made sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what they said about this movie, shit. I always like to take the first paragraph because they be on some shit. Here is a movie about guns. Take away the guns. And the movie would be about nothing much. You niggas are disrespectful. They, they wild, bro. I'm trying to we'll get to it. They are wild. <laughs> the bro. plot, the dialogue, and all, but one of the characters are so shallow that without murder for a punchline, they deflate. <laughs> I think I know exactly what he's talking about. Y'all disrespectful. Well, I, but what I will give them, in the, even in that in that critique, mm-hmm. I, from what I, if I can recall reading it. He, he, they gave props to all the actors, which they definitely, 
They, they definitely deserve Jada Pinkett Smith, Keenan Ivory Williams. They definitely deserve mm-hmm. that. But I think they kind of didn't understand what the movie was going for. We're going to get into that. Yeah, well. I felt like the movie. We'll get into the uh, to the to the breakdown in just a second. But I do want to say I felt like it was real. Um, it was like a new age at the time. We're talking about '94. I think it was like a new age ode to the black exploitation films. That's what it was. You get, when you watch, he was like a little shaft before yeah, exactly what before it was. Samuel even came in with the with the uh, mm-hmm. with the with the same style. You know what I'm I saying? Didn't, I, I, I knew who Shane was before I knew who Shaft was. So this is that's that's it, that's definitely what it was, and that's yeah. what I was thinking. It was comedy. It was him saying, "Hey, um, what I do know is black exploitation. What I do know is Shaft." And so let me do the comedy that I know. Let me mix it in with some of this black exploitation. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw a little bit of what else I can do, and here it goes. That way yeah. people can see it. Then he got the Glimmer Man with Steven Seagal after that, and a whole bunch of other movies <laughs> yeah. with that, off of that. Which honestly, as 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 a star, he only really had two other movies that it was him as a lead or a co-lead. Mm-hmm. It was the Glimmer Man, and it was something else. It might be I'm gonna get you sucker. To be honest. Mm. Everything else, he was a director or writer on. Yeah. Interesting enough. So yeah. I love it, man. So let's go Definitely. ahead and get into this breakdown. Definitely. You know? So pretty much the movie opened up with uh, Evelyn Champagne's song "Shame," which I thought was perfect. Uh, you kind of see where you kind of see where the, the relation between that and Shaft is here, mm-hmm. because you literally have a song, and then you have this name of this movie. And where you can kind of relate the song with the movie, as in Shaft and then the Richard Ramsey. That's a good point. It's, it's, it's really dope. Interesting. So when you, of course, the opening of the movie is him looking through some old pictures that pretty much is giving you set up right off the top. Oh, he's an ex uh, cop, ex military. Um, something's going on. He's going through it, which is kind of. I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of contrived. It's kind of a cheap way to get through it. <laughs> but fuck it, that's what we're doing. We're trying he's to get showing, through this movie, man. Right, right. He's showing pictures and shit. You gotta really mm. be paying attention to yeah. it. Oh, that's really is funny because I think Cheech Martin is in one of the pictures as like the the uh, chief, the police chief, Cheech Mark, uh, Cheech Martin from uh, what's the what's the group, uh, Cheech? Well, you know uh, the 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 the, the Cheech and uh, Yeah. I've never seen them fucking movies, but you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Chichi Chong. Right, right, right. So basically the setup is Andre Shame. He is now a private detective. Back in the day, he had did some dealings. He had to bust like a Mexican cartel in Mexico Mexico or whatnot. And uh, he actually shot and killed one of the uh, leaders. Or so he thinks that, right? Mm-hmm. So pretty much in present day, he's a, a private detective because he's no longer part of the... Um, the police force. Kind of like Shaft again, a private detective. Just a real rogue agent. Interesting. Right, 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 right. So, you know, he has also has an assistant by the name of Peaches. I mean, just amazingly she about Jada Pickersmith. I mean, just the energy, just so raw. This is, this is a different Jada Pickersmith than what we see today. Hey, what's that shit niggas be saying now? Uh, she what? was doing that like the rent was due? <laughs> I mean, it was. Think about it. The rent was, the rent was due. due at this time. I'm talking about just motherfucking great, bro. Um, like I said, she's a personal assistant. There, I, This movie actually takes place in L.A. Well, I mm-hmm. absolutely love me being in L.A., uh, living in L.A. for a few months. Now I can look at it and I can kind of see, even though it's a different place, I'm like, oh, I kind of mm-hmm. feel like I know where that's at. So anyway, they are actually approached by uh, Sonny, an old colleague of Shame, Andre Shame. Uh, he is actually played by uh, Charles S. Denton. He was the star of a television show called Rock back in the day. Mm-hmm. He's a hilarious guy and he's a great dramatic actor. I think he doesn't get the props that he deserves. So he's actually sure. approached. Yeah, he's actually For approached. Sure. He approaches Shane and pretty much say, hey, look, the guy 
that we thought we put away a long time ago, he's not dead. And I know this because the woman he used to be in love with, played by uh, Sally Richards, I think her name is Angela, she yeah. actually came to me and told me where he is. Shane mm-hmm. don't want no part of this shit because he's always had like uh, nightmares about this shit and all this other bullshit. But he pretty much talks him into doing this shit now. So now they have to go, they got to team up and go find Shorty to find Buddy. All this over. <laughs> listen, watch my words. Listen, listen. It's gotta, always you can't have a great movie without the girl being the catalyst for some shit. But did you see her? She is I saw gorgeous her. by today's standard. I saw her. He that, that nigga was trying. He he was scoping her out when he finally <laughs> found her. Yeah, that nigga was tra- trailing behind her. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have hid when she looked back. I would have been like, <laughs> and it's so wild because that nigga a, hid. It's so wild because. When he shows Peaches the picture of her, she's like, you used to date her? I mean, but she's like, and you're like, and I'm like, well, both of y'all, I think y'all both are on the same level of fineness. But goddamn, how you going to sit here and tell your homeboy ain't all that like that? Like, and then it's wild. We're going to get into that. But yeah, so they actually uh, track her down. Mm-hmm. And that leads into one of my favorite. Well, actually, let's back up. We actually forgot to mention there's two cameos by the great... Um, Oh, I said the great, and I'm actually forgetting her name right now. Wayans, Wayans, Wayans. Kim. Uh, Kim. Kim is actually in this movie twice. She's actually. We always going to keep the money in the family, Exactly. Baby. Kim, Kim Wayans. Thank you so much. She's in the scene where uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is talking on the phone, and you actually hear Kim's voice. It is the funniest fucking thing ever. If <laughs> you sit and listen, yeah. she's not even in it, and it's just, <laughs> just, you just hear her voice over the phone. But yeah, and then there's another scene where she plays like a jewelry store clerk. Mm-hmm. She's just great. I think she's another person who uh, is great. Underrated, too. She's very underrated. She did what she did. She mm-hmm. got the fuck on and said, I'm, I'm behind the scenes now. Right. And because you behind the scenes, that check come. Right. But that, that, that credit can get lost. Right. So Kim Wins, we appreciate you, too. Let me tell you what she was great at. I don't know if you remember this TV show, but she was really great in the LL Cool J TV show uh, in, in, the the, house. in the House. For she sure, was I remember that. Great. Yeah, I remember that. Sure. Babe. She was great mm-hmm. in that. But yeah, so they actually end up having to track Sally down. Not Sally, but what's her name? Angela. Angela in the movie, they have to actually end up tracking her down. And he pretty much is like, as soon as he see her, he's fiending again a little bit. But he got to say professional. Good luck with that, Good right? luck. So anyway. I'm folding. Exactly. He's folding. He's folding. So basically, he's like, hey, look, I'm coming to get you so you can testify on Mendoza. The, actually, Mendoza was somebody she was actually involved with shortly after him. So there's a little love train mm-hmm. going on right there, too. Yeah. And, you know, so uh, he's ba- she's ba- he basically like, look, I'm coming to get you. I'm going to take you into uh, protective custody so you can testify. She's like, I've already testified, so what's the big deal? She's like, well, he's pretty much, he puts two and two together. It's like, oh, shit, something's not right. If you're already mm-hmm. in protective custody, why am I coming to get you? Uh, they, oh, he's like, oh, shit, who's trying to find you? That's when they put two and two together. Oh, boy. That is an inside job, and somebody got to be dirty in that. Yep. Somebody's dirty. So come to find out that Sonny, the, his, his homeboy from the back in the day is dirty and working with Mendoza. Mendoza getting ready to be introduced in a minute. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, I have to mention that, you know, he goes he goes and fuck around with, you know, the Hispanic group or whatever. They whoop his ass. So now he has to hide <laughs> out. They 
They beat the, the cowboy shit out of him with some baseball bats. All you seen is foot. Hey, bro, they whooped the fuck foot, out of Shane, dog. They beat his shit. I'm telling you, bro. Hey, but, can I also say this one thing? I ain't gonna cap, bro. They they was calling Shane before his before his his shaft redo. Mm-hmm. They had they was dogging that nigga out talking about yo why you look so rough mm-hmm. and I'm looking at him I'm like yo his line his lineup is is crispy but if you, uh, <laughs> but see I guess it was I guess they I guess they used, used to him, him being having, bald yeah they not used to not having hair <laughs> but if you notice if you go back and watch the movie a lot of times in the movie his hair changes different so like it might be hmm. lined up in one scene another scene is not might have been some extra Beijing in one right, scene right exactly uh-huh. but I think that's what I think I think that's where the movie comes yeah. from a low down dirty shame he's down in the dumps his life is fucked up he's not the person he used to be mm-hmm. even in the beginning of the movie he fucks up a, a operation sting uh, you know pretty much they had to dock his pay so now he's struggling that's the yeah. whole thing about that so pretty much he gets his ass whooped by Mendoza's people. He pretty much goes and says, hey, look, um, he's out here hiding. When I find him, he can sneeze. He can fall. I don't give a fuck. I'm on his ass like white on rice, pretty much. And they like, okay, cool. We got your ass. You know, they jump him, beat the fuck out of him. And he actually has to go to, he actually has to, go to Peach's house mm-hmm. to hide out, which leads into one of the funniest scenes, in my opinion, in movie history. <laughs> I'm telling you. So he gets to oh, Peaches' God. crib, right? And oh, she's like, God. look, I have a roommate, homegirl, going to be here later on tonight. So you can go ahead and sleep in homegirl bed. And he thinks, okay, cool, I'm going to go sleep in homegirl <laughs> bed. And I might, I might fuck someone one like, time, Give me a right? little something, something. I nope. might fuck some one time. Yeah, yeah. Homegirl will be cool. You cool. She, homegirl will have a stroke when she find out. Well, homegirl will have a stroke. When homegirl find out it was a, a naked man in homegirl bed, right? I'm trying to purposely not say a certain word. So this is so hard. So anyway, this is so difficult. So the next morning, you funny man. He opens his eyes. There's a man in the bed. Ah! Hilariously played by comedian Corey Hawkins. Shout so out we wanted to get back Corey Hawkins. Rest in peace. Man. Corey Hawkins was a comedian. That he performed on Def Jam. Mm-hmm. He was he was doing one man shows. He was doing all this stuff. Sometimes he would do it in drag. Uh, but the difference between the shows that he would do, he wouldn't wear it in dress. He would wear like a bob or whatever hairstyle. And he would wear like a pants, like sweatsuit. Mm. But the thing is, sometimes he'll start off the joke like a woman, sound like a woman. But then the punchline, he would deliver it in his voice. Yo, my nigga. Yeah, and he would, <laughs> and he would do that. Why not? And, Hey, and I think legend. that's how Keenan saw him. Keenan saw him on Def yeah. Jam or something like that, or maybe Showtime at the Apollo, one mm-hmm. of those. And I, you know, usually I don't find these type of things funny, but when you are funny, you are motherfucker. It's not. It's not. It. He's not you funny because it. he's gay. He's funny because he's funny and mm-hmm. he's gay. Instead of being funny because yeah. you're gay. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And it's so sad because I don't know what he would have... I kind of have an idea of what he would have done based on research. Mm-hmm. But Buddy was getting ready to pop. They had already lined him up to be in um, Don't Be a Menace after this. So he was actually going to be in Don't Be a Menace ah. shortly after this. I think Fox wanted him for a TV show that had nothing to do with them. Mm. So this was a guy that was going to like... I, honestly, I, like I keep saying, all the niggas in the night, they was... Oh, they was 
upward, mm-hmm. upward yeah. movement. <laughs> right, right, man. The, again, this was a movie that was dedicated to him. Yeah. Uh, like I say, he had, he he was getting ready to pop. Like I don't know what he would have done. I don't know if, if he would have kept the same stick. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it moving. Yeah. But um, I just wanted to take a time and talk about that oh, for sure. For he sure. actually died a few months, so he never actually mm-hmm. saw the movie. But my favorite part in this scene is there. He he he. Shame is pissed. He's like, man, I can't believe Shame is getting ready to whoop his ass. Anything that he says wrong, he's gonna whoop his ass, right? <laughs> so there's, there's this whole joke where he's cooking breakfast and he's like, do you want some sausage and shit like that? And he's not laughing at this he shit. He said something all. about he said something about wanting the meat. I said, hey yo, <laughs> he's so y'all saying hey, meat before meat. He said, hey man, I ain't touch you. Now shut up. <laughs> I mean. How would you, I mean, I would, I would do that. As a matter of fact, I probably wouldn't talk to my friend anymore because she knew better. Can't have me As no, a matter of fact, if you no look glizzy. at the scene, as soon as they start arguing, she's running in the room laughing. Yeah. Like she comes in already, in, like laughing already, bro. But my favorite part of that <laughs> scene is when the scene ends, he says, hey, Peaches, do me a favor. When you pick up last, it was like some kind of hair dye or something that he bought. He said, do me a favor and make sure you get medium. Because the last time you got me super, girl, I was like, oh my. <laughs> like, if you, I'm telling you, bro. I, I, man, that is like one of the most quotable lines in this movie, bro. Yeah. Last time you got me super, girl. I love it, bro. <laughs> like, that is one of the funniest lines ever, man. So pretty much, now they, they, they found Shorty. They found her through like a, a purse. A purse uh, actually, the same store he actually went to buy some perfume from that was dope that was whole his batman detective thing he was like hey i know she likes this so if we can go find this i know she'll be there to pick that up and then he gets her or whatnot right so pretty much they link up they have their chat back and forth and here comes the bad guys they come through they scoop uh it's a whole car chase scene one thing i gotta say man mm-hmm. i don't the action in this, he didn't skip in this action. No, nah, the action was really good. Blood, then, guts everywhere. Right, I was right. like, all right, man. Exactly. The good action, job. the car chases, the hand to hand combat. I was, was like, you, you spent some money on this. But I mean, even as a, he's probably what, late 30s at this point, mm-hmm. the action, act, hand to hand combat was, because at that point, I hadn't seen him do anything like that. What Before that, it's in Living Color and uh, what's the name of the, the spoof movie? Uh, I'm gonna get you, you sucker. Yeah. But I'm talking about they were. He, he went was, full action on this. He was throwing down. Yeah. I'm talking about hand to hand combat, close quarters. Sometimes you'll see movies where you kind of they shoot from the back and you see it from the side. You don't see the people face. And I ain't gonna say it was a lot of that when the girls he, got on he, set. No, when yeah, the yeah, girls yeah. Got on set. But when you the saw them, I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm. But when you saw them, I'm pretty sure he had stunt. Well, I, I read somewhere he did like 97 percent of his own fight scenes and stunts. Good. But they. You know, niggas like this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, you get your whole um, car chase scene. You get your action scene, your yeah. shootout scene. So, pretty much, they're off to the races now. So, come to find out, Shorty stole some money. Shorty got some money. Mendoza, he wants the money back. And go from there, right? So, he got to go do his thing. So, he says, hey, look, you're going to have to stay with me because we can't trust anybody right now in the... You know, we're the LAPD. So now you have to go over here with Jada Pinkett Smith's <laughs> character, Peaches. So there's a whole hilarious scene there because mm-hmm. they're having their whole female back and forth. Because, of course, like we said, Jada Pinkett Smith likes Shane. Uh, she, and he like her, too. Yeah. He's trying to act smooth, but he like her, too. I, he uh, a little that, I gotta disagree. I think niggas be cool sometimes, but, like... I think they... I don't know. 
again, this is what me and you disagree. I never saw anything towards him liking her until like the very end. So I was like, oh, she's down. She got my back. It was kind of one. <laughs> to me, it was one of them loving basketball relationships where it was oh. like, oh, let me go ahead and make it that. Oh. I didn't see. I did not see it at all. But that, we're going to go with that. So they had this whole pissing contest. There was a whole little situation where she tried to compare her to a dog. Jada wanted to beat the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. They set that whole little fight scene up. I thought that was great. Yeah. And that, I thought that was a, a dope little scene. And so pretty much that leads to her leaving. And she's like, bitch, go. I don't care for you anyway. So just go ahead and go. Just well, out she should here. not have let him go. So then it's just, a, again. Now we got to get her back. <laughs> yeah, now we got to go get her back. And he does find her. He knows where she's going. She's hidden like a in a storage unit, storage container, or whatever the fuck it is, he finds her, but then now, Jada Pickett Smith is captured, of mm-hmm. course. Now he asks her, <laughs> and he's like, hey, look, Sally, well, I keep calling her Sally, that's her real name, but he says, Angela, c- come help me go get her. She's like, fuck her, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, you can go get her by yourself if you want to, but I'm not gonna help you or whatever, woop the woop. Cause actually, they wanna, they wanna trade at this point. Mm-hmm. They want her, for her. For peaches, yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not going to give you her, but just come with me. And she's like, I'm not coming with you. Fuck her. Fuck you. And all that. So he's like, fuck it. I got to go get her. <laughs> and so that leads to this huge accent scene at a, a mall in the in, a mall, which I've never seen before. Not that I can think of. Great and third again, act in this movie. Right. Right. Great third act. I know you're like, damn, they just skipping through it. No, this is, I mean, this is, this is this movie. Listen, this movie is comedy. This movie is action. This movie is the characters. It's yes. not a, a it's crazy no. plot-driven movie. It's not, this just is not what this shit. is. This is this is a movie you can sit down, you can watch, and and it is 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 dope. It's yeah. like that. That's that, that's all this movie is. It's fun. That's, and that's why when, you, when you're reading like the uh, critiques of the movie, it's like I don't think these people knew what the movie was supposed to be. I think the Wayans brothers, they do fun movies. These are the movies that we do. Mm-hmm. And this was an early example of that. Yeah. And I think this was like, hey, this is, for him, this was like, hey. And it was a risk. No, it was. This is, hey, look, I want to show you what all I can do. Yeah. I can do action. He did the Glimmer Man. I could do some, I have a little chops of drama. I can do that. I can do comedy. And this is why I like this movie so much. So pretty much the end of the movie is a huge action scene in the mall. And then it's a huge hand-to-hand combat scene with Mendoza. Again, dope action. Really dope action. I mean, when you see these fight scenes, you really want to stop and sit. And you watch the fight scene. You watch it because it's it's so funny because Buddy's like this. I don't know what this is. He's like this. His hands is like this. Shame is like this. And they going. Hey, I've been wanting to say this about Mendoza the whole time. First Mm -hmm. time I seen that nigga, I was like. Yo, why does nigga look like Steve Martin? <laughs> he does. <laughs> they gave I him like a Steve Martin from Pink Panther kind of look. Listen, I'm like, I mean, in the early 90s, you I might really say, can't tell these niggas apart right now. <laughs> right, man, I'm saying the early 90s, a lot, a, a lot of the bad guys and the good guys were stereotyped. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it might not even be Buddy, to be honest. <laughs> no, it's but, not. Yeah, dope not. action scene, they throw down. Uh, he gets the best of them. He locks, he puts them in handcuffs. He getting ready to take him in, like, hey, I got your mm-hmm. monkey ass. I'm getting ready to take you in, take you in. Angela comes up behind, bow, shoots him. Listen, fuck him. I killed him. I ain't gonna let y'all, I ain't gonna let him get away no more. Bow. 
Here comes Jada Pinkett Smith. They had a little fight scene that you critiqued earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> good editing. Yeah, it was good editing. That you editing. Know, I mean, you know these sisters weren't going to get too down and dirty. That editing. So after that whole fight scene, she showed she was down. And all of a sudden, now they in love or whatnot. He said, yo, give me a kiss. Yo, yo, yeah, yo, dude. you just saved me. He was smooth yo, in this movie. He was down with me. Give me a kiss. He was, as I said, this is a simple movie. He was smooth in this movie. She like voice ass nigga being smooth too. Yo, like, come on, give me a kiss, baby. But that's, I mean, he's, he's. Well, that's just him. That's him, just him. I don't know about Stephen That's his version of smooth. But that's what he is. Even when you look at, like, in Living Color, of course, mm-hmm. when you look at it in Living Color, he's not the mark. And we, we're pretty much done with the movie at this point. Yeah, but like, sure. just with Keenan and all of them, Marlon is the up, like, Marlon is the, you know, he's the one that's still doing it. He's the up, like, ah, 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 physical comedian. Sean is like the straight man. Uh, I would say um, Damon is more of the, kind of like Marlon to a certain extent. He's and the best of Keenan. both worlds. It's really like right. a spectrum of rah-rah right. to... Uh, nonchalant melancholy and right. you have Keenan on this side and Marlon on this side and it's, it literally and goes from oldest right to youngest <laughs> right 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 it's crazy and then, <laughs> right and then you have yes right and then you have Kim somewhere and then you have everybody else mm-hmm. but yeah like I said I love this movie and I this is definitely my favorite movie that he starred in to be honest I like I'm gonna get you sucker but I like this movie even more yeah and like I said, we don't give him his props and the props that they deserve, especially him. More him. Because, of course, we grew up with Sean and Marlon, but him so much. He is a guy who, you know, early in his life, you know, uh, you know, came up in not some of the best circumstances and said, mm-hmm. I was going to do this. Mom, like, are you fucking crazy? Why are you going to do this? This doesn't make no sense. And we don't know anybody to do this. Fast forward a few years later, Marlon says, I'm going to school. Mm-hmm. She said, nigga, you better get out there with your brother. Fuck that school. You better get out there with your family and make this comedy money, <laughs> you nigga. Go get that Whether money. you want to or not, Fuck you better school. get out there and get this easy bag. Exactly. So it's Shout like, out to Kanan for being that that right. the, the originator of the check and the signee of the check to distribute right. to his family and his people. Right. And right. he's he always said, been that way. Yeah, I mean, he set it up. You the know, blueprint. Him, him and, um, him and uh, oh, what's buddy name? They did the movie Hollywood Shuffle. Him and uh, Robert Townsend. Mm-hmm. They did Hollywood Shuffle a little bit before this, probably. And then, of course, you get into Scare Movie. Scare Movie at that time being one of the highest uh, grossing movies by a black director and mm. R-rated comedy. We spoke mm-hmm. on that already. And then everything else after that. Uh, Little Man. White Chicks. Uh, everything else after that. He's done some producing and directing over the years, but he's pretty much a 60-year-old man at this point. Now, so just sitting shit. back watching everybody, just just watching what you build. Right. You shit. damn near, like, like, like you the parent. <laughs> like, yeah, you just yeah. sitting there watching at this point, two generations after you just go crazy. To be honest, the only <laughs> one that's active at this point at this point is Marlon, and I think Damon has a Damon, TV show yeah. coming out. Mm-hmm. But Damon does shit sparingly, too. Sean, he does stand up in DJs. So at this point, a few years from now, everybody's just gonna be chilling. Until they damn kids and cousins and shit. They, they had their little run and they tried, but they, I, I mean, they did as best yeah. people could do mm-hmm. to come under other people. But you yeah. know, everybody can't be their uncles and so forth and so forth. Well, but man. pretty much that's the movie right there, man. I don't yeah, that's a low sure. down, dirty shame. If you haven't seen it, I highly suggest it. In my personal opinion, it's one of the funniest movies ever. That's me. You ain't gonna hear no complaints from me, man. No, dope bro. movie, dope from beginning soundtrack, to end. Dope, dope soundtrack. They mm-hmm. niggas played. I can go deep by silk on 
man. What we got on here? What we got? We got. We got who we got. We got. That's Zane one of them. On it's honestly one of them yeah. albums that when you hear it, you're like, oh shit! They actually put some money into this because they play some, some the, songs they, in they here. They play the songs in because mm-hmm. they used to do that back in the day when you get the '90s movies. They played the songs in the in the actual movie. They just give it to you on the soundtrack. No, no. Say, yeah, it's you can, got if you go back and it. listen, look at movies like Black Panther, you might have two songs from Black Panther <laughs> in the fucking movie, but the rest of it is just. On the CD, mm-hmm. so I I love that. I actually copped that. I think a few years ago, I saw it at like a store. I actually bought. It. I didn't yeah. always have that, but I was like, yeah, let me get that. Dope, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's again, man. I mean, I think we've said as much as we can say about this movie. Great movie, man. If you yeah. ain't seen the shit already, go mm-hmm. look at it, go man. It's out. a classic. It's classic certified, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Until next time, listen. I do want to say, if y'all have any movies that y'all want us to review. Please, please, please don't hesitate. Y'all can DM us. Y'all can spam the comments in the YouTube video. However, y'all can reach us and let us know, you know, because we want to hear some of y'all participation. We want to hear what y'all think are classics and that. So, you know, some of the movies that y'all want to hear us None do. No, so. booty shit, though. No, no booty shit. Hey, man. <laughs> Not loving basketball. Damn, we gotta do loving basketball. basketball. Fuck, I said it. Okay, man. We're gonna do That's that. a blasting. We gotta. I can't wait. <laughs> but man, it's been another episode of Blasting with me, your host, Louis B, and your boy K Rob. I'm ready to go. Uh-huh.